Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How you day, how you day, it's another day to be great. Happy Labor Day to my American friends. And for the rest of the world, happy, amazing day. I'm wishing you all a great day. Today's episode is with Hannah Hermanson, and we are in for a treat. Her whole brand is about how to build your dream life. Your dream life can be real. And we dive into the importance of several things, like self-discovery, understanding the, the power of monetizing your passions, and how to build your personal brand. So... If you've ever come across that crossroads where you're wondering you could do more, or if you feel like there's much more than this provincial life, as Belle would say in Beauty and the Beast, this is the episode for you. Check it out, and also make sure you check out our website. Love you all, and enjoy the episode. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads, and today's episode is with Hannah Ermanson, and she is a magnificent person who helps passionate individuals pursue their dreams and careers as entrepreneurs. She also helps them achieve the freedom and flexibility to travel. She started a business after quitting a job as an academic counselor in Wisconsin, the cheese state, and she went mm-hmm. she went on to work for a startup in San Francisco, only to discover that once she got there. They no longer had a job for her. It was do or die. And she <laughs> has certainly done a lot of things since then. So let, let's talk about um, uh, her, her you know, transition from going into a startup that she expected uh, to, to provide all the things that she wanted to find herself in a position where she needed to really make an opportunity for herself. Uh, that's, what the, that's what the podcast is going to be about for a majority of the time. Welcome to the show, Anna. Yes. Thank you, Tyle. Pleasure is mine. And, you know, your story was, you know, highlighted there briefly in the intro. But before that, you know, I, I would like you to take me back to, to pre-academic counselor and then to counselor and then what you went mm-hmm. through going through that transitionary period in your life when you realized that, oh, this isn't what I expected. Right. Yeah. So I did grow up in a small town in the cheese state of Wisconsin. And I can admit that I sort of felt like a black sheep, if you will, in that I saw, you know, people in, you know, 
growing up in my small town, staying in my small town, dying in my small town. And I just I wasn't convinced that my small town was my place. So I, I did try to fit in and I did all of the quote unquote right things growing up. Um, but I was a pretty natural leader in that I was elected class president for six years. I gave our commencement speech at graduation and I did end up going to the University of Wisconsin. <laughs> Um, yet while I was there, it became increasingly clear that there was way more that I wanted to see and do in the big world. So as a college student, I traveled a lot. I had never left the 48 states until I was about 19 years old, and I took every opportunity i could to travel. So I ended up teaching English in places like the Dominican Republic, Kenya, Cambodia, Thailand, Nepal. And that was really when I started to see, okay, there are other ways to do this life thing. <laughs> um, and, and so those experiences made me fall in love with college and the opportunity that was there. Um, and I was a psychology major. So it was fitting right after college to stay in college. And I wasn't ready to commit to like grad school, which was kind of the natural progression in the psychology world. So I became an academic advisor, which was super exciting because I got to help young people set goals and decide what they wanted to be when they grow up and then go, you know, make a roadmap and an academic plan that they could follow and courses they could take. Um, but I distinctly remember in that role, a student, his name was Josh, who was a little befuddled with me. Um, he was unclear on what path he wanted to take, and I was doing my usual spiel, handing him a sheet of, you know, 50 majors he could choose from, and, well, what do you like to do? You know, okay, well, sociology would be good for you, <laughs> as I found myself repeating about every half hour. <laughs> um, and he's, he just kind of set the paper aside, and he was like, Hannah, what would you be doing if you could choose anything? And I had a fairly quick response, and I was like, well, I'd be helping people find their best self and figure out how to pursue that. And he was like, well, I, you know, that's good for you, but are you doing that? And he kind of gave, we, you know, we had a pretty, um, I would say, loving relationship, <laughs> tough love relation, uh, conversation there. Um, and I quickly realized, like, yeah, I'm not in alignment. I can't be telling these young people that these are your options in life when I'm pretty sure there has to be more once again. So I did lots of things again, just like my strategy in college to travel. I was like, all right, I'm going to become a yoga teacher and I'll start a network marketing business <laughs> all within the comfort of still having my cubicle state job, you know, with the university. And then I stumbled into the startup, which was helping educators bring yoga and mindfulness into their classroom. It was um, something that felt really aligned, you know, bringing my background in education and my newfound passion for yoga. Great. And then as you mentioned in the startup, they offered me a salary and they were going to move me out to San Francisco. Okay. Out of the small town, out of Wisconsin. This, this is actually the dream job this time. So I went with it and I kind of quit everything in what felt like one day, packed five bags and moved out to San Francisco and truly days after I landed in this whole new world, they, as you mentioned, said, oops, we don't have enough money for you. Never mind. You have to find something else to do. And I had lots of options, right? I could go back to where I was. I could beg them. I could sue them for my job back. Um, 
but it just was a really you know opportune moment that I decided well if not now when for me to actually figure out like, like who I am outside of the small town outside of these roles I put myself in and yeah figure it out what is my dream life and how do I make it my real life and so that has brought me to doing the coaching that I do and more specifically business coaching um, because I quickly found after that experience of being um, jobless in the most expensive city in the world that income is very important and really what it's about now is like helping people bring more abundance, more income, more free time, more choice, more freedom into their life by earning money online. That's so interesting. You know, listening to your story there, I couldn't help but think about uh, Belle, my favorite princess, my favorite Disney princess. <laughs> but there, there, there's one line she says. She's, she's always talking about how there's got to be more than this provincial life. That yeah. seems, yeah, that seems to be to be what you've always known and what you've always uh, strived for in terms of understanding that, you know, you're already a natural leader, but you knew that there was a box that you existed outside. You needed to, you exist out, you, sorry, you existed outside of the box that society has sort of put there for you. And mm -hmm. you wanted to pursue that. The interesting thing, though, for me, after studying a lot of what you've done and I've listened to some of your interviews and seen some of your work, you believe that having the rug pulled out from under your feet is the best opportunity to start your business. Yeah. Why do you say that? Yeah. You know, I, I was 23, 24 when I decided to quit my job and jump into the startup. Yet, I would love to be able to say that works, right? Just quitting everything and making a bold decision and being fearless. Yet, um, it's not always an option for us to choose to make a big change. But I see with so many of my clients in my own life that the universe hands you <laughs> that those opportunities. And instead of, you know, going back to a desk job or going back home, it was like, all right, I have no rug under my feet. And this is the perfect time to build a new one. Um, and it is interesting, you know, okay, so that kind of happened to me. But it also, as I mentioned, happens to a lot of my clients and that, okay, they get this taste of entrepreneurship, or they see this opportunity, and they're maybe, you know, watching free webinars, or reading the success principles book, which I highly recommend, or they're just kind of tasting and playing with it. And then these these things just seem to happen to the right people where they are, you know, encouraged to quit <laughs> or, you know, like one of my clients, they pretty much said like, you could, uh, you could tell us you're leaving or we'll tell you you're leaving because of financial issues or someone in their family comes down with an illness and you have to be able to see the silver lining and that when the rug is ripped out from under you or circumstance doesn't seem like what you had been hoping for or planning for, there are always silver linings and it's the best time for you to take ownership and choose a different story for yourself. Absolutely. I absolutely believe that. And, and you know, the listeners are always, you know, I always harp on the story. I've been fired twice. I've had all these interesting <laughs> opportunities, but each, after each firing, there was always an opportunity for growth and it depends on how you, you, you approach them. I, you know, failure doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And it's, right. you know, if you, depends on how you react to it. And if you react to it, then it becomes like this, this thing that you, you can't move past. And so, right. um, you, you were someone that eventually found a way to online business, online marketing, online everything, uh, basically starting a business online that allowed you to have the flexibility 
enough flexibility that you can call me from Mexico on the day that Mexico loses to Brazil in the World Cup. So. I was I literally watched the game on the beach. There is sand in my toes. I'm sitting in a hostel being able to connect. I've got client meetings later today. And that was really something that was important to me. It was that, again, I'm not going to go back into a box. Um, that will always be there. <laughs> a mentor very lovingly told me that when I was like, because I wasn't always for sure I'm going to be an online coach. You know, I, I considered going back to grad school. I considered getting a day job, you know, a desk job. I considered teaching more fitness and yoga classes. And my mentor said, those things will always be there. But, like, in this opportunity with no rug under your feet, like, what is the dream life? And I always encourage, I was encouraged and I always encourage other people to, like, let go of all of the hows all of the shoulds and just write down if you could do and be anything what would it be and that's when I realized I would be on the beach I would be talking to people wherever I was <laughs> and the how did present itself for me yeah yeah look at that look at that now you're actually literally doing that right now okay so then yeah. let's stay on this on this online uh, business uh, part there's a confusion that people have that if you don't have a big social media following you, you don't have you don't have a successful online business. So how can you create a business that doesn't just rely on social media to grow? Relationships, mm. right? Like mm. I that I understand the philosophy behind getting a great following. Okay, sure you have like some social proof and there's some statistics that if you know millions of eyeballs see you, maybe a few will buy from you or work with you. And I prefer to build authentic personal relationships because ultimately you do need people to you know become your customers or buy from you but it's much easier when they know you and they like you and they trust you and there's so much noise out there I actually think it's a clever strategy to worry less about how many people are looking at you and more of like how many people can you look at right and like Shifting that from, look at me, I'm talking about myself, I'm posting, I'm on the beach, to like asking people, what is your dream? How can I help you with that? It's actually unique and um, pretty successful for me <laughs> to ask those personal questions as opposed to asking questions about, how can I get more eyeballs randomly? <laughs> no, absolutely. There's that saying, your network um, is your net worth, but more so even in the, in the digital age, the online business, the social media, a lot of times relationships are what matters. I mean, I was, we were remarking earlier about how we met initially. It was, uh, you know, a friend of mine, Amanda and I, we had put together this, this Thought Leadership Academy, which we, we have a lot of students, we have some students on there and we basically, you know, help them become thought leaders in their, in their space. But you remember that group, you're also highly engaged. And so when, mm -hmm. um, yeah, when your, your publicist reached out to me, it was, I was like, oh, I know, I know her. Mm -hmm. I, I, we, She's I, a real person. Yeah, yeah, I know. Her. <laughs> I, follow, I follow her on, on social media as well, and yeah. it was, you know, it was easy to say, um, you know, <laughs> easy to, to, right. to, to, to say yes, just because I already knew how authentically you showed up, and, and I think a lot of people underestimate the power of that. I mean, there was no indication that I would be interviewing you then, or I would, you, you would be able to like be in, in Mexico or, you know, watching the World <laughs> Cup doing that. There was no indication that it was just an authentic relationship that was there and you showed up being engaged. And so it's interesting how life and the universe works um, if you're just authentically showing up and just being who you are and just building relationships. 
Yeah, it's the universe and it's scientific, right? The energy you put out into the world, into creating content, into building relationships, like it it comes back to you. It's it's physics (laughs) that that will happen. And I think that there's a lot of hype out there about online businesses quickly earning a lot of money how to earn money in your sleep and you know all these things when it really those things are because of a build-up and so I'm very weary of social media posts or Facebook ads that are you know promising earn $30,000 this month um, when really we need to understand like the basic power of the universe and connecting remember like those aren't just dollar signs that's an impact that's people that's a result of some sort Um, And so I think that's so important to come back to the basics of relationships and being a real person and offering some value and showing up, like you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of relationships, you have a lovely partner. I believe Max is his name. And both of you pursued digital nomadism um, together. And well, kind well, of. Okay. Well, you lead into <laughs> so, my question. <laughs> yeah. So we actually met working for this um, startup I mentioned. So uh-huh. I was coming in as like the entrepreneur yogi who wanted to monetize this idea of you know helping educators use yoga and mindfulness. And he happened to be an educator mm. who wanted his kids to be more mindful. <laughs> so he was a seventh grade teacher and I was a yoga teacher. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Teacher, and we kind of came together on this startup project. And he was not at all interested in ever leaving the classroom until he had something that he felt he could make a bigger impact with. He's a great teacher. He shows up for students. He's like one of those teachers that's all in. And he works in an area of high need in San Francisco. And he just felt like, I couldn't leave these kids. Like, this is my thing. I've got to serve in this way. And so he did that for two years while I was building my business. He was teaching and we traveled just during the summertime. Um, But this year he saw what's possible with the way, again, it's not just about earning money or having your laptop on the beach, but like, you know, the movement that I'm building, that's really about empowering people to bring that abundance, to share their talents and their passions more widely as opposed to, you know, that's great when he's serving 30 students at a time, but like we're seeing a lot more possibility to bring education and our passions to more and more people. And so he's decided um, to not go back to the classroom and we're working on developing curriculum that he can share in bigger ways so that not just his classroom is getting the dream life fundamentals, 
which he implemented in his classroom. Now, how do we get hundreds of classrooms and more and more students um, to benefit from his passion and his expertise? Yeah, that, and that's exactly where I was headed with the question is, that's a, a thin, a real thin, especially for our generation and younger, where people are wondering if they have partners that share the same dream, should they suppress a part of themselves or should they, you know, you know, how do they manage that? What if someone wants to stay stationary? What if someone, mm-hmm. you know, wants to do that? And it sounds like initially that was the case with, with you too, but there was a, a compromise in the sense you said you did that in the summers. Um, right. But, you know, I, I'm just thinking out there right now, maybe there's a couple listening to this episode and they're thinking, well, you don't want to do it, but I've mm-hmm. always said I want to do it. So where we go right now? What would you say to that person? Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely had in the back of my mind, like, okay, I'll, I'm in, he was in San Francisco. So, okay, we can, we can do this. Like, let's see how the business grows. Let's see what opportunities present themselves. And ultimately the most powerful tool of, you know, I don't know if it was convincing or proving or inspiring was to just kind of live it and show him like what's possible again in that, um, Income wasn't so much a concern, not that he was, you know, like the San Francisco uh, or any teacher salary is fairly easy to replace, um, unfortunately, actually. But then just embodying it and like letting him see this, the people that were being impacted by my work and how he could play a role in it. And we, I don't really remember like a specific conversation where we were like, okay, this is how it would exactly work. Um, but just kind of leaning into it. And again, going back to that dream life um, agenda or itinerary that I had written up and um, just getting closer and closer to that, but not being attached. So I, I felt committed, but not attached because I found in my you know other roles that when I'm super driven, like this has got to be the dream job or this has got to be the network marketing thing that works. Um, it didn't feel very good. And so letting it, Letting your dreams be okay, like sharing them, writing down what your dream day would look like, and then um, embodying that as much as you can. I have a lot of friends that would never do this, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I've had, I, you know, I've had other people that I've, you know, dated or whatever that would never do this. And I think there's a big piece of like finding your person and being able to share what those dreams are. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that is a tricky question because we're still navigating it ourselves. <laughs> no, but that's <laughs> that, the thing. This is, yeah. I, th- I think what you're saying is that it's based on your values. And you, the thing that I like about you and, and, and Mark is that both of you haven't compromised your values, right? So I, I don't mm. – you know, it's always a tricky thing to bring relationships into this, but you have a mission. And, and a part of you has always known since you were young that, you know, there was much more that you were destined for and you needed to exist outside of boxes, if you will, a society – the boxes society put into place. And so, um, I, you know, I, listening to you and watching you on social media, it's very clear that if you are unapologetically uh, yourself and, you, and you, stay, you state that from the beginning, it will work out. Yes. Well said, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, yeah, like when it comes back to what I was saying is I, especially with my family, um, I tried to convince people or – show like tell them like this is what I'm doing this is why it makes sense this is why you should be on board this is why you should support me and that just like led to a lot of confusion and we you know I drifted apart from a lot of folks because they just weren't seeing the vision I was 
talking to them in ways that was like, okay, like, yeah, it, it wasn't connecting. And then when I let go of, I'm going to tell you how it is, I'm going to lay it out for you, I'm going to prove to you something, and I just started doing it and living it and letting it happen, there's a very different reaction and willingness to join or willingness to ask, right? There's a saying probably from Pinterest, but I see this a lot, that at first they'll ask you, why are you doing that? And you'll have to try to explain it. And then once you kind of let that go, people ask you, how did you do that? Like, how are you all of a sudden on the beach? Mom, I've been telling you about this for two years. (laughs) (laughs) See? Yeah. So I think that's really important to embody more. Show, don't tell. Yeah, yeah. And and your program is called, you know, the Dream Life Coaching Programs. You've got, you know, you've got, you've got a few of those. Can you talk to me about how you, you create, you know, actionable business models that deliver, you know, personal fulfillment and financial results? You know, imagine I'm a student. Uh, I'm, a, I'm one of your, your clients. What are things that I need to work on in order to make sure that your program um, works for me? Yeah. So I can give all sorts of business strategy and whatever, but it it comes down to your mission set. And I remember when I started out, and a lot of my clients when they first start out kind of roll their eyes, and it's like, yeah, I've heard that, but I came to you to like build my business. But again, this we talked about, it comes back to relationships. It comes back to your mission. Like, what do you want to be remembered for? How do you want to interact with the world? What does your dream life look like? And who are you helping in that dream life is so fundamental. Because like I said, we can talk about how to enroll your dream clients or how to raise your prices. But at the end of the day, if it's not that's going to inspire you all day, every day, um, it, it won't be a sustainable business model, no matter if it works for Sally and Billy and everyone else. So always start with that and actually something you're passionate about like finding your mission using your difference to make a difference yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh. and then yeah layering on that the mindset work which is constant i don't care how many books you've read or how much you meditate like if you aren't every day practicing belief again it's hard to build a really successful business so I have to say those two things. <laughs> and that's where, you know, of course, all my clients come in with a pretty solid mission and pretty solid mindset, a strong relationship with money, um, and something that I notice with clients that succeed more quickly is that they see money for the energy that it is. It's not a lifeline. It's not a bad thing. It's not scarce. But rather, money is something that we use as energy, it comes and it goes, and um, fighting that sort of desperation that a lot of the clients I work with have coming from a service background. So teachers, yoga instructors, or just people that have that mindset that I had as a young person and that, that you serve and that you, you don't have to be paid very well. Do you, do you understand that sort of mindset that a lot of folks might have? Absolutely, absolutely, and, and you know, interesting hearing you say that. Obviously, mission. Define what your mission is. What do you want your legacy to be? You start with, with that right. end of mind, and then practice the belief, like you said. You know, now that you've defined that, now that you know who you want, who you want to serve, how are you going to show up? I think with a lot of people, um, I don't know, maybe you you will agree or disagree with this. Is a lot of people, you know, you have an idea sometimes of who you, what you want to do, but as you grow older, you sort of suppress that because 
I guess、mm. you get quote unquote realistic, and then it's in your head, but you don't actually practice it. Sometimes when I ask people what their mission is and what they want to do, the next question I follow that up with is, is what are you doing about that? And I was、uh. like,、well, you know, and 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 it's this is not to say that there there aren't any、um, you know legitimate reasons or any of that, but there's always a reason why they're not doing that. And so I love the the act the aspect you have about practicing that belief because. Doing is the best way to experience any sort of thing.、Uh, oh, and then, so true. And that's and that's, that's so. Let me. Yeah, go ahead. Let me give everyone a tangible thing that you can do every single day for five minutes a day that will accelerate your、uh, journey to your dream life. So I mentioned sort of elusively this writing down. What would it be like to live a day in your dreams? So you wake up at what time? Like I literally have clients who have. The agenda, like 6 a.m., still sleeping. 7 a.m., I wake up to you know fresh green smoothie. I don't know. Like we all have our different things, but literally writing out hour by hour or phase by phase of your day, what it's like, and then practice living it every single day. So visualization is a really powerful tool that I give all of my clients. I encourage everyone to do, and I do myself. Which you look at that dream day. Or you envision that dream accomplishment, and then you close your eyes and you go there, and you feel the feelings, and you like smell the salty ocean air, and you hear the birds, and your stomach is calm, right? Like you literally practice what that's going to be like, and that is such a powerful somatic experience that actually rewires your brain. It creates cognitive dissonance, which is good in this case because then your real brain goes to work. Okay, so your your dream brain is in having this experience. Your real brain is like, whoa, 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 that's not that's not real. How do I get there? How do I resolve this conflict? And amazing things start happening when you do this. You get those light bulb moments in the shower, and that person who said no to you before. Back and wants to be your client, and it's amazing how that energy, like we talked about with relationships, comes back to you and makes your dream life, your life scientifically. So that's、yeah. one thing people can be doing to kind of start their their journey、that's, or accelerate it. That's solid. You know, it's yes, learning mindfulness. You know, practicing how to to vision visualize your future. Um, and and then living that it's um it's amazing because you know there's something to be said about seeing something so you can achieve it. Sometimes、uh, some people don't they're not able to achieve something they can't see. And so if you're already practicing that once you wake up like 6 a.m. 7 a.m.、Uh, I'm doing this noon I'm doing this doing that it's going to ha- you know it's going to happen. You did it with your life. You said you envisioned this this you sitting on the beach. Oh yeah, working. And I started the interview talking about the Brazil Mexico match, and you said, "Yeah, I was on the beach watching this," which is something you'd say. Sand in my toes. You know how many times I've envisioned sand、go. between my toes. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. And then the thing to remember is that this will work. This does happen, and so always being ready to dream a little bit bigger and shift those visualizations. And so. You know, toes are in the sand now, but next I'm on a TED stage and I'm you know feeling the butterflies before they before I walk out. I know, I know, and then after that it will be something else. Yeah. So yeah, five minutes a day, folks. Try it out. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. So someone now is already inspired. They're like, I want my dream life to be my real、yeah. life. How can、yeah. I, how can they、uh, get in contact with you? How can they sign up for your program? Yeah. So. 
folks, I would love to listeners that are still on here listening and interested in what their personal game plan might be to get to that dream life. I would love to offer them a one-on-one strategy, you know, free consultation with me or someone from my team. So they can learn more at dreamlifeisreallife.com and then slash connect is where they can reserve their time to talk to us more in depth. Nice, nice. And I will definitely make sure I put that in the show notes. Uh, But (laughs) I can't let you go without asking you this very important question, Nana. And that Mm -hmm. is, how do you use your difference to make a difference? Yeah, I, as I mentioned, I grew up feeling a little bit different. And I think the main difference is that I was naive and willing to believe. So folks in my personal life will tell you I'm pretty naive. (laughs) I have a lot of questions about things that, you know, um, happen in the world. I didn't ride public transportation until I was also 20. But my naivete allowed me to just try things. You know, I didn't know that people, that 90% of businesses fail in their first year. I just decided, well, this is something I'm willing to try. And then also believing that there was more outside of the box and that it would always be there. But I wanted to, yeah, like test things out. And so now that naivete has led me to something that's be, that was beyond my initial dreams and being able to kind of hand people that naivete and that this is going to work. Like I'm on like, the proof, right, that believing in yourself and taking steps out of your comfort zone and deciding that you want your dream life to be your real life is okay. And kind of handing people that permission that I – never really knew was like I didn't know I needed permission I just kind of tried things and I quit my job but not everyone's there so now I feel like I can hand that to others and say let's do this it's possible wow yeah there you go ladies and gentlemen Hannah Hermanson talking about how your dream life can be your real life and how you don't need permission from someone else unless you decide to give it to them welcome (laughs) that's been amazing (laughs) um I want to thank you for spending time with uh time with me here I know it's um you know, it's a busy time and I'm sure you, you said, like you said, you've got a lot of clients to, to tend to, but really appreciate you sharing knowledge and look forward to having this episode come out. This is great. I appreciate you and you using your difference to make such a difference in all these years <laughs> that we're currently in. Yes. So, thank you, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure's mine. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, use a difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.